By now, you've all heard of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, the latest book published by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. It's more than just another wine book. The fully updated second edition was inspired by students of the Vinitali International Academy and painstakingly reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. The benchmark producer's feature is a particularly important aspect of this revised edition. The selection makes it easier for our readers to get their hands on a bottle of wine that truly represents a particular grape or region. To pick up a copy, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Italian Wine Podcast, a Wine to Wine Business Forum 2021 media partner, is proud to present a series of sessions highlighting the key themes and ideas from the two-day event held on October the 18th and 19th. 2021. This hybrid edition of the Business Forum was jam-packed with the most informed speakers discussing some of the hottest topics in the wine industry today. For more information, please visit winetowine.net and tune in every Thursday at 2pm Central European Time for more episodes recorded during this latest edition of Wine to Wine Business Forum. So good morning, good afternoon to everybody. I am uh, Alessandro Medici and I am a, a wine producer, a Lambrusco producer. Um, actually, today I'm going to moderate and to introduce the, uh, this conference made by Tomislav. Uh, we are going to speak uh, about a specific topic and uh, we're going to speak about Croatian market. And uh, the, the topic of the speech at the conference is who sells wine in uh, Croatia. Actually, when... Uh, Stevie Kim asked me to moderate this, um, this seminar. She asked me, Alessandro, do you sell wines in uh, your wine in Croatia? And I answered, no. Uh, we export in more than 70 countries, but uh, we never sold a bottle of wine in, in Croatia. And she told me, we are going to learn something about the Croatian market. So that's why, that's why I'm here. And I'm glad to be here because uh, uh, I'm really curious uh, from uh, the producer uh, side from the producer point of view, uh, how to approach uh, this uh, this market and uh, uh, to know something more about uh, this market. Um, today, the topic, as I said, is uh, who sells wine in Croatia, and uh, uh, we are here with uh, with Tomislav, that is um, the executive director of uh, uh, Miva and more uh, Torgiva. I said right, more or less. Trigovina. Trigovia. <laughs> Thank you. That is the, the leading wine distributor and uh, importer in uh, Croatia. So I think uh, he is the right person to, to introduce us uh, to this market. That is an important market because they are uh, wine producers. They uh, produce uh, around 130 indigenous uh, grape uh, varieties. And uh, Tomislav will lead us uh, uh, in this uh, virtual uh, travel. So uh, you can start. We have just uh, at the end of this seminar, five, 10 minutes of question and answers. So, Tom is love. Let's proceed. Uh, thank you, Alessandro. Uh, I don't know. Do you hear me? Probably uh, without microphone as well. So, I will not do like this. Uh, it's an honor to be here, and I'm glad that I can uh, <coughs> present uh, my country and and uh, 
to tell you a few words about uh, how to sell wines in Croatia and who sells wine in Croatia. Uh, but before we, we come to this uh, part, uh, let me just uh, do a quick introduction about Croatia. Just uh, I believe all of you know where Croatia is, a uh, neighboring country to, to Italy, right across the sea. So it's only three, four hours driving from here. And it's a, a land of thousand islands. So we have, to be more precise, 1,200 after Greece, the second uh, we are the second uh, in the number of islands on Mediterranean. So it's a beautiful country, touristy country. Uh, not a big country. It has a population of only 4 million people uh, with an average salary of uh, $1,100. So not a big, not a very rich country yet. We hope we will be one day rich like Italy. Uh, but the, the very, very interesting part uh, thing about Croatia is that even on a, such a small area, it's very diversified. So we have, uh, as I said, uh, 1,000 islands, we have mountains, we have flat area. Everything is reachable within a few hours uh, of, of driving. So uh, very uh, nice country to, to live in. We are best known... Uh, for sports, uh, as you probably know, uh, our football team was the second uh, on the World Cup 2018. You all heard of Goran Ivanišević, Dražen Petrović, or Toni Kukoc, or some other famous uh, uh, Croatian sport players. And we are known for tourism. Uh, 20 million people comes every year to Croatia. Uh, I told you that the population of Croatia is 4 million people. So you can imagine when 20 million people come, uh, we, we depend on tourism. Tourism makes 20% of total GDP in Croatia. So we are a very touristic country, which sometimes it's not good. Like uh, in previous year when there was no tourism, you can imagine uh, that it was a pretty difficult year for all the world, of course, but especially for, for the countries that rely on tourism. Uh, Croatia is also a winemaking country, so uh, not many people know that, uh, as uh, Alessandro said, there are 130 indigenous grape varieties in Croatia. Uh, of course, not all of them are in commercial use. Some of them are only a few vineyards, but let's say 20 or 30 of them are uh, widely produced and, uh, and uh, selling on Croatian market. Uh, 20,000 hectares under vineyards, which is also not uh, a big number. It is like uh, half of the size of uh, Champagne. Uh, but the interesting thing is that all of Croatia, or almost all Croatia, is uh, under the vineyards. You can find them in every region except this uh, small gray part uh, in the middle uh, where are the mountains. This is uh, where you will not find vineyards. But other than that, in every district, there are uh, some some uh, winemaking, so very uh, versatile here as well. Many different varieties, many different types of wines, many different climates. So on the coast, it's uh, very hot and warm. Uh, inland, is it's much uh, cooler. There is a part a little bit above this gray area, which is called uh, Croatian Champagne. At least we call it so because it's known for sparkling wines. So yeah, many different uh, types of wine. The wine is being produced here for more than 2,500 years. 
Uh, some of the most popular grape varieties that you can find in Croatia, uh, I mentioned here, are Grashevina, Malvadia, Istriana, Hoshib, Debit, and Zlatina when it comes to whites. And uh, these are the ones in red, Splavas, Mali, Franco, Caterani. Grashevina is the most uh, widely planted the grape variety. Actually, it's not indigenous. We don't know if it is the, it is the same variety as Welsh Riesling or Riesling Italico. So uh, we are not sure if it is Croatian or does it come from some other country, but it is the most widely planted uh, variety in Croatia. Uh, when it comes to reds, uh, Plavac Mali is uh, the most planted one, and it is uh, best known for the fact that uh, one of his parents uh, was Srljenak Kastelanski, or it's the synonym for Primitivo or for Zinfandel. So, uh, also, not uh, many people know that Primitivo and Zinfandel are actually original Croatian varieties, Triljenak Kastelanski or Tribidrak, what is also called there. Uh, when it comes to export-import, we are more uh, importing country than exporting. Uh, producers in Croatia are not uh, the big ones. Uh, average producer produces like uh, 100,000 uh, bottles. So most of that we can sell uh, in our own country, especially knowing that uh, tourism is so strong and the many people come to our coast, they like to try, try uh, local wines. So most of it we sell uh, in our country, but we also export to Bosnia, uh, Germany, United States, but also many other countries. When it comes to import, uh, we import five times more than, than we export. As you can see, uh, 2,500,000 uh, hectoliters, half of that is in, in 0.75 bottles. The rest uh, is imported as a bulk wine, mostly from North Macedonia, Plavac, uh, Vranas, uh, Grape variety, and so on. This is one interesting chart that I found on the internet, and uh, it shows uh, a wine consumption in Croatia. It looks like we drink really uh, a lot. We are uh, on the top of the world after after uh, the Pope and uh, Andorra, which are very small countries. But yeah, Croatia is here, uh, stands pretty good. This is uh, the chart that is uh, three or four years old, but uh, I believe it's still pretty much the same. We didn't uh, we didn't stop drinking. Don't worry. So, who sells wine in Croatia? This is the part. <laughs> that is related to, to the topic of, of my presentation. Uh, Horeca business, so there are 5,500 restaurants. Ten of them have a Michelin star. This is from this year. This year we earned three more stars. We had seven until this year, and now uh, ten Michelin star restaurants, which, which uh, for such a small country is, uh, I believe, a good achievement. Uh, 800 hotels. Of course, uh, there are special wine shops and, and wine bars. And uh, most of the wine is sold through supermarkets. There are uh, some international uh, supermarkets present in Croatia, like Spar and Kaufland, Lidl, Metro. They sell a lot of wine. And also Konzum here being the leader. Uh, it's a Croatian uh, supermarket chain uh, with over 600 shops so they are uh, they are the leading the, the biggest uh, supermarket chain in Croatia last year they sold actually in last 12 months they sold 
more than 2 million bottles. 2 million bottles, uh, and most of it is Croatian wines. 75% they sell Croatian wines. Uh, but of course, there are some uh, imported wines as well. Similar situation is in Metro, uh, but Metro has much uh, less uh, shops. They have 10, 10 shops all across Croatia. Uh, they are interesting because <clears throat> they work with restaurants. So not only that uh, the regular customers buying there, but many restaurants buy fish, uh, some food, uh, and also wines in Metro. Metro is a big player. And here I put Vrutak. Brutak is uh, not actually a supermarket. It is a chain of shops. All of them are in Zagreb, uh, and they are a synonym for the for the buying wines because they have in their offer like two thousand and five hundred different labels. Uh, they are always uh, trying to get the best price. So they are in in the ter- in the eyes of consumer uh, in Zagreb. Um, for now, they are only in Zagreb. Uh, whenever you want to buy wine for some party, for something, you go to Vrutak because there is a big selection and there is uh, uh, the best prices. So they have seven shops, but actually one of them, uh, one of these shops, I think it's making 80% of, of the total sale. It is the biggest one. It is the oldest one. Uh, and they import a lot. And they, as you can see, uh, percentage of Croatian wines in Vrutak is much smaller than in the other shops because they import uh, many, many wines. Usually these are uh, cheaper wines, uh, but also they have some uh, more expensive wines. When it comes to wholesale, the wholesale companies that sell wine in Croatia, I divided them into three categories. Uh, these are big wholesales of beverages, then special white wine wholesales, and small uh, wine companies. Big wholesales uh, are the companies that other than wine, which is actually not their uh, first choice, they sell beer, they sell water, juices, Coca-Cola, I don't know, everything. They sell everything to to the restaurants and to the cafe bars. Uh, Among that, uh, also selling wines. As you can see here, uh, the biggest one is Rotodynamic. It is also, it was a part of, Together with Konzum, this was like big company Agrocor. There were some uh, problems. Uh, this company doesn't exist anymore, but these companies that were under it still still work uh, under some. I will not go into the details, uh, but the Roto Dynamic was a sister company to Konzum. As you can see, they have 600 employees, and they had a turnover of 150 million euros in 2019. These are the uh, numbers from 2019 because it was the last uh, reference year. We all know that last year the numbers were not not uh, realistic. Uh, also, some other companies, uh, these three of them are from Zagreb and Bakom Trgovina is on the coast. It is the biggest uh, coastal uh, wholesale uh, distributor. Then we have special wine wholesales. Uh, here, uh, my company, Miva & Mohor, the company I work for, Miva & Mohor, uh, is the leading one with 36 employees and 15 million of euros of turnover in 2019. And then there are some other companies such as Viva, Tacrobat, Atrox, Nevergreen, uh, who also uh, 
do a good good job in terms of selling wines in Croatia. And there we have a small wine companies with one or two uh, employees uh, that make less than 1 million euro. But uh, these are the companies that are actually very good choice for somebody who is entering the market and it's not a world famous brand because I believe companies like this will put more uh, effort in, in placing your wine, uh, more they will uh, have more time. Uh, for example, we have uh, 1,200 1, labels, different labels in our portfolio. So whenever we add a new, a new wine to our portfolio, we cannot uh, push it as, as strong as uh, these small companies uh, will do it. Italian Wine Podcast, part of the Mamo Jumbo Shrimp family. This is Niva, like 20 years ago. You all have to start from something. So you start a small company, you find a few brands that you uh, sell, and then you offer them uh, much more than, than probably Roto will just, you will be a, a name on, on the list. So let me uh, present my company also in a few words. Uh, these are actually two companies, Miva and Mohor Trgovina, two sister companies, but uh, in, in reality, it is one company. Everybody knows us as Miva and Mohor, established in 1996. This year, we are celebrating 25 uh, years. 36 employees, as I said, 15 million euros of turnover in 2019. 90% most of the of the, our turnover of our sales is on wholesale. So to the restaurants, to the hotels, to the supermarkets, we supply all of all of these uh, supermarkets that I shown you. Uh, Metro, Konzum, Spar, uh, they are all our buyers. Rutak as well. Uh, and then we have two wine shops in Zagreb and one wine shop we are opening this, these days in Dubrovnik. This is the first time that we are spreading our business outside of Zagreb. So we uh, are opening wine shop in Dubrovnik. And we also have one uh, bistro, wine bar, which sells uh, more than 60, uh, 60 wines by the glass. We are importers of Leverdevin system. I don't know if you heard, this is the preservation system for the wine. So we can, uh, we can, uh, Everything that we have, we open by the glass. So it's very popular uh, during the lunch. Many people come there and uh, for a quick lunch and a glass of wine. And of course, we have a web shop, which is uh, increasing in numbers uh, due to COVID. Uh, people are buying more and more over the internet. So we, would, uh, we make a good uh, turnover there as well. These are some of the brands that we represent. Uh, we are mostly focused on Croatian wines. We started as a Croatian wine company, but uh, since 2009, we are importers of White Hennessy portfolio. Most, all of their brands, Moet Chandon, Veflico, Don Perignon, Hennessy, Bavader Vodka, and so on. And that actually uh, took our company to totally another level. Uh, here we increased in numbers. So that's why now we are like 50-50 between Croatian wines and, and uh, imported wines. White Hennessy is a big, big part of our portfolio. Also, we import real glasses for the last 17 years to Croatia. 
and many other brands such as Pivot Tree Tonics, uh, Villa Sandy, Prosecco, Planeta Wines from Sicily, Marciano Abona, uh, Donatella Cinelli Colombini, and many, many others. Uh, this is one of our wine shops uh, in Zagreb. This is where our headquarters uh, are. So in this year, 2021, we sold 70, 750,000 uh, bottles in 2021. Uh, a little bit more than half of it is creation-wise. And here I, I took some numbers just to get the, the, the insight, the view. We sold in this year 75,000 bottles of Prosecco and 28,000 bottles of Moet Chandon Brut Imperial 0725. So this one label, we sold 28,000 bottles this year. So how to enter Croatian market? Uh, pretty much no big secrets like uh, any other market. Uh, you can meet your potential partners on fairs whether it's a, a fair in Croatia, uh, which also is open to foreign uh, wine producers or Provine or in Italy or wherever, uh, with emails or phone calls. Uh, I personally get like three, four emails a day uh, for, uh, for uh, potential uh, partnership. I have to be honest, sometimes I don't reply uh, all of them because it's too many of them. Uh, maybe, I don't know, if I try to find a, a partner, I would also, first thing I would do is to send email. Uh, but maybe a phone call would uh, be a better but idea and then email with short introduction. But the best thing is uh, a personal recommendation. For example, Stevie recommended uh, Alessandro to, to host, to moderate this uh, presentation. Uh, his chances are bigger that we will work today together. So uh, you should, uh, uh, a personal contact and personal recommendation is always the best, the best way to, to start uh, something. Uh, as I said before, it's not that I don't uh, reply to emails because, uh, I don't want to, or we, we, we are at this moment, maybe a little bit, uh, we have too, too much, uh, labels in our portfolio. We can, uh, Croatia is a small country. We cannot uh, sell all that when it comes, uh, to that we need something. Usually I, I go to the winemakers. I, I think that I will need or two regions. I, I, I wanted to cover all the regions in our portfolio to have one or two winemakers from Bordeaux, from Burgundy, from Rioja, from uh, Piemonte, from Tuscany. So basically, here we are at the moment, uh, have all. We don't have Labrusco. To make a long story short, the best thing is if you have somebody to recommend you, or if not, uh, be persistent, but uh, don't be boring. To increase your sale once once you are uh, you are in uh, once you find once you found it uh, a distributor uh, first thing we do uh, is to invite a representative of, of the winery that we started to work with uh, and we organize a tasting for our sales team we have five people working in our sales team on the field with restaurants and of course the people who work in our wine shops so all of us sit uh, on a tasting and uh, 
the winery representative uh, presents his wines, his self. I mean, it's also, I believe, like in any other market, uh, no no big secrets here. Uh, market visits, uh, sometimes uh, it's good to uh, go to the restaurants directly together with our sales team so the restaurants can uh, know who stands behind this wine. So if you meet them, uh, give them a bottle for, for the waiters or something, uh, it's always a good tool. Samples, POS material, this is uh, also something that uh, our customers ask from us. So this is what we ask from, from uh, the wineries. Uh, also some uh, maybe marketing budget for some activities. Uh, again, pretty much the same as in every other market. Uh, and the best thing, uh, what shows to be the best uh, for us, is the customer visits to the winery. So we organize uh, our best customers, best buyers of some wine. For example, Villa Sandy. Uh, as I told you, we sell 75,000 of bottles. Some big hotel chains are buying uh, this Prosecco and uh, uh, serving to their customers. Next month, 10 people from Sunchan Ihvar or from, from this uh, hotel chain will visit Villa Sandy and we do it every year. Uh, this is uh, something that's, uh, that will uh, put uh, much stronger, that will make this uh, partnership much stronger because once their people, uh, they, they see the winery, they see the castle, they, they see the, the palace actually, and uh, they meet the owner uh, for sure. Uh, first time, first thing that comes to their mind when it comes to recommendation of a wine to their customers will be Villa Sandy. This is the experience that you will remember and this is uh, something which which shows uh, best and the last but not the least it's patience uh, nothing comes overnight every new new brand on the market takes two three five years to 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 get some numbers so even the strong brands uh, in first year will not uh, gain a big big uh, sale uh, again, back to Villa Sandy, we started 15 years ago. In first year, we were selling uh, one pallet. Uh, people didn't even know about Prosecco back then in Croatia. Uh, so little by little, little by little, we came to 75,000 bottles in 15 years. Uh, so if you enter Croatian market or when you enter Croatian market, uh, don't be impatient. Don't ask, uh, can you order more? Can you order more? Because uh, usually some of the brands that we import in first year, this is less than 1,000 bottles. So you have to be prepared that maybe you will sell only one, one pallet uh, in the first year. Then if the wine is good, if you have a good distributor, uh, if uh, you are doing a good job, the numbers will increase and uh, you will be happy after three, four, five years. Basically, this is it. Just a short, uh, just a short uh, few informations about situation after COVID in Croatia. As I said, uh, we depend on tourism, so last year was uh, critical, but this this year uh, was above all the expectations. So many numbers reached uh, 2019. We had a very very good summer season, uh, so things are getting back to normal. Uh, regarding COVID in Croatia, now the situation is not very good, but uh, 
everybody had a chance to vaccinate. So who wanted, they vaccinated. Who didn't, uh, they will not. Uh, I think fifty-five uh, percent is the is the percentage of uh, vaccinated people in Croatia. Uh, yeah, but the life goes on. Uh, in terms of uh, wine business, uh, of course, also like everywhere else else in the world, uh, web shops uh, boomed and the, the web sale uh, increased a lot. For example, Mivan Mohor, we sold 80% more in 2021 in compared to the same period of last year. Last year was also COVID, but once it, go, it, it goes up, now it uh, it's, uh, really goes uh, in the big numbers. And also increased sales through supermarkets. People are buying uh, wines in supermarket, drinking at home, organizing uh, private parties uh, more than they go to, to the restaurants. Okay, now the restaurants are opened again, uh, so this life also is getting back to normal, but during COVID, uh, yeah, supermarkets were, were doing a really good job. And that's it. Uh, that's it. Uh, here are my contacts, uh, my email address, my company, and my Instagram, if you want to take a look at it. So, Tomislav, thank you very much. Now we have time for uh, uh, question and answers. I think you, you did a very uh, clear and synthetic, uh, you gave us a very clear picture of uh, your market. Uh, I actually have two questions. Um, the first one is, uh, are there any, uh, because you work with very important brands, so I think you could, uh, and you can give us uh, um, a specific picture on that. Uh, are there particular trends uh, on, I don't know, red steel wines, sparkling wines, uh, white steel wines? Uh, what did you see in these years? Yeah, uh, in the last few years, there is a big trend for sparkling wines and rosé wines. These are the two categories that that uh, goes up a lot. Uh, both uh, cheaper sparkling wines as Prosecco, but also the champagnes uh, are going uh, up. Uh, people are becoming aware that uh, champagne or sparkling wine is not just a, a wine that you open in a New Year's Eve. But also you can have it uh, nicely combined with uh, with your meal or as an aperitif or in any other occasion. Also, rosé is uh, getting more and more popular, and I would say that sweet wines are decreasing; they are going down. This is like. And uh, in terms of white reds, uh, I think Croatia is more a white wine wine country because. Uh, of the summer season, uh, it's pretty hot. Many tourists drink wine on the on the coast, and when it's uh, 35 degrees outside, you will uh, rather drink white wine than uh, heavy red. And the second question is, uh, considering the success of Prosecco that you had uh, in the last years with Villa Sandy, do you see um, a good potential for other varieties, uh, Italian uh, varieties? I mean, do you see a potential for Italian wine in your in your market, in your country? Uh, yeah, yeah. As I said, uh, Italy, France, and uh, of course Spain, these are the countries that uh, import the most. In Croatia, there are many Italian wine lovers uh, in Croatia. Actually, one of them was supposed to be today with me here, uh, but cancelled. He couldn't. Uh, similar to Croatia, we are neighboring countries, so... Uh, 
similar to Croatia, uh, you have uh, many different uh, 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 varieties and uh, wine culture in Croatia is uh, also increasing. So people like to get to know new varieties. They want to taste uh, Primitivo or Amarone or uh, some other types of wine. Uh, th this is where I see uh, potential. So not maybe for Cabernet Sauvignon from Italy, but uh, for some good Fiano or some uh, some not so well-known variety that is native to Italy, uh, I think uh, people will uh, like it more and more. For example, we import Planeta. I would say that we, we maybe sell more of Planeta Cometa, which is made of Fiano, than Planeta Chardonnay, which is their most known wine. Because people know Chardonnay from all around the world, but they want to see what is Fiano, what kind of wine is it. So indigenous varieties. Yeah. Okay. And there are any uh, Italian restaurants in Croatia? Because it's something yeah. that helps. Uh, yes, to there, are, Italian there are uh, not many, but uh, there are a few. One of them is actually uh, one of the most popular restaurants in Zagreb. It's called Carpaccio. And uh, they were, even during the COVID, only with the terrace, they were doing a, a fantastic job. They were full all the time. Perfect. Uh, do you have any question for Tomislav? Hi, my name is Marcello. I own a digital platform uh, selling uh, fine wines all over the world. So we are specialized in uh, long life and expensive wines. I was wondering uh, whether uh, is there any opportunity even for distributors uh, who sell, uh, I would say, um, wines uh, which they are, um, uh, which they lack in uh, availability uh, in this market. So, is there any opportunity and which would be the best uh, way to proceed? Uh, I didn't understand the opportunities for the Croatian winemakers to sell over your platform? No, or? for um, my platform to sell, to access to this market. I don't see why not. Uh, so, you need uh, actually distributor or, or, you send, uh, or you send wine via post uh, when somebody buys over um, the platform? Or? We usually sell uh, directly to the consumer. Mm -hmm. okay. But we have never get any order from Croatia. So probably we don't have the um, visibility, no? We don't have the... So uh, there are also other countries, uh, for example, United States, uh, we use uh, import channel to sell. Uh -huh. So I was wondering if, uh, for example, you or your company would be interested in uh, treating this kind of very special wine, highly rewarded by international critics and um, small and big realities. We'll talk. We'll okay. talk. Uh, uh, but uh, regarding your uh, that you didn't sell a bottle, I don't know what kind of marketing activities did you do there. Uh, how did you expect people to hear about your platform? Uh, usually, we are, I would say, um, ranked on Google, and so who looks for this wine, uh, they found us. Or on the other side, we have, of course, our customer portfolio and they look for our uh, products. And uh, So how it works in your country? Uh, is all made locally or, for example, the people order directly uh, from some uh, wines abroad? Well, Especially usually wine they, they buy locally what they can find locally. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. uh, some of the wines uh, that you sell, I assume they are not uh, available on creation market. Yeah. So if somebody searched for that specific wine, he would... Uh, he would uh, contact you directly. Uh, but then we have, uh, I don't know how much is the post, uh, the, the post cost for, the, for this. And uh, 
maybe this is something that uh, moves people away. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I also didn't know the, about the platform, so it's hard for me to tell like that, but we can talk, yeah. Okay, thank you. Other questions? Uh, my name is Monika Zakrzewska. Uh, I would like to ask you, how did COVID change the habits of wine consumers in Croatia, actually? Did you notice some changes, some opening or new tendencies? Yeah, they drink more. Which is uh, great. <laughs> they drink more. They said more whites but, and rosé. Uh, this this I didn't notice now. that okay. This COVID, I will drink rather white than red. I, I believe that uh, what did they, did they like before COVID, they still uh, stick to the same. But I think they drink more, yeah. Okay. Thank we you. We will catch Andorra. On the yeah, way. you will get Vatican City soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much uh, for your attention uh, and for coming here. Thank you. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.